0: Uh I'm Andrew Olfo and this podcast made me feel so nostalgic. Felt good.
1: Mm. E-oh. E-oh. E-oh.
0: Hello
2: and welcome to another episode of the
3: world-famous
2: callbacks pod.
3: Ready to start now? Hey, welcome back to (laughs) Callbacks. I am your host, LaDan Dan. Dan. Hi, I'm Sam Salem.
2: LaSam. Danny Sellers. I use his government name even though he won't ever.
3: LaDanielle. Deacon Dan. What's your your middle name? Uh, Bartholomew in it?
2: My middle name is Robert.
3: Mm, Okay. Named after my two grandpas. Both the grandpa? You wrote daddy? That's.
2: No, no, like Samuel and Robert. Ah, like, but really, Samuel good. was Salim.
3: Because nah. I'm Arab. Ooh, nice. I got a little bit of spice I like do. So you went to English? Yeah. The most unspicy?
2: Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't know how to do any other accent, and any other accent would have felt offensive.
3: Well, if you, I mean, if you have color, do Can it. we
2: restart all of this? I want to redo.
3: We are uh, here calling back. We're talking about. Memories, you're talking about uh, striking, we're talking about mental health checks, we're talking about.
2: We're talking about at all the podcasts where we do some deep dives on some of our famous people from, favorite people from Hollywood. Yeah. But first, we got to start out with a trademark Danny Sellers mental health check. Um, My
3: mental health, I I struggle a little bit with this one, and I thought about this literally today walking over here or driving over here. My mental health feels like a bad little IG model in a club section like i'm just in here because i know a guy (laughs) like i'm just here living because i know like one part you know like i i don't really have any business here just yet but i'm just like oh yeah i know him you know kind of by name you know that i could not relate to that more
2: (laughs) yeah this just happened this week and you just blocked something out i was invited to a corporate One of a huge company event. All right, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and first off, I'm used to comedy shows where if they say, "Hey, it starts at one," okay, well you get there at like twelve fifty, so then you have like, yeah, yeah. it's gonna start, bro. And this is like a this is like a corporate thing. So Mm -hmm. when they say they start at one, it's more like a friend's party starting at one. Ah, I showed up at twelve forty five and they were still setting up, and they just looked at me like, who? are you and then everybody and i was there to make a reel about the experience later Uh but everybody else there knew each other and so i not that i'm a bad ig model but i was that person sitting by themselves literally i was just eating the hors d'oeuvres and drinking while a room full of people was all talking to each other and i just stood there awkwardly and it was the most for how long did you do it for it was like a five-hour event. What? So there were speakers, but there was like, it would be like an hour at a time. And then finally there was a dinner where I was part of the dinner and we were all like sitting together and eating. But like-
3: Why'd you say that? Were you p- getting paid to stay the whole time?
2: Yeah, I was. I, I was, yeah. It was like paid for me to like see the event, see what the product was so then I can like talk about the product or whatever. But then finally someone who like- called me to see if and like emailed me came up to me to talk to me but i was like so uncomfortable and awkward because i'd just been standing by myself that instead of like a normal person talking about the weather or sports i ended up talking about the bloods and the crips with her and this is (laughs) this
3: white man in the corner like yeah with a knife and a a room temperature steak like yeah the bloods and the crips are getting out of hand (laughs) Oh, I don't even know how we got gang on the topic, violence.
2: but yeah, I did. The, what I went straight to was gang violence and how it's affecting schools. And she's just this little white woman from Washington D.C. who flew in for the event. That was like,
3: okay, I got some other things to check on. Any hope of you finding friends were diminished by you talking about <laughs> the Crips and the Bloods randomly at a. a- corporate event
2: it was pretty rough it got to the point where the guy passing out the hors d'oeuvres saw how lonely i was so every time he
3: got a new food he came straight to me so, That's I, had, so I had something to That's do so you gotta you, like you gotta connect with the guys because the, they don't want to be there either they're just, <laughs> they're just gig workers and so it's like dog i feel you that yeah Ooh. i would did you could you drink at least just like yeah it, there was I, was
2: I was and i don't even drink like that but just because there's nothing i felt awkward i was literally just standing in a room full of people you feel so on display because everyone else has something to do, and it's like there's literally nowhere for me to stand. I don't want to just look like I'm on my phone, so I was just sipping tequila sodas. I don't even drink tequila either. I just got into <laughs> the ball. I was all out of my head. I, I, like I was like,
3: and you couldn't even soda. you couldn't even like yeah talk to even there's no even desire to talk to girls. Yeah, that's crazy. I would have probably would have been in and out every other hour. The dinner was great.
2: The people there were very lovely. The company, I love you, and I ended up, you know, meeting some. I don't know, people from show Dance Moms. No, I'm just joking. No, I did not meet anybody like that.
3: Uh, Can you say the word yamins? Yamins? Okay, good. Let's check here.
2: Y'all know what I mean. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I met some of you. You know what I means.
2: <laughs> um, well, thank you for the mental health check on that topic. We got some reviews. If you haven't reviewed us yet, thank you for the people thank who have. I'm not trying to be too thirsty, but friend. we got some cute little reviews. This one is from Gabriella Joanne. I love Danny and Sam, of course. Danny first. Danny first, yeah. I knew you'd notice that. You Attention. Yeah. Goon. Thank you. I love Danny and Sam. My mental health is also medium rare, so maybe that's why. If you don't get that reference, listen back to some previous pods because Danny's mental health was on medium rare. Yes, I, too, enjoy when Danny makes Sam feel bad for being white. I love it. This is getting out of hand. (laughs) Danny was like, you want to do this podcast about dates? And the thing that everybody loves the most is... My white guilt. The
3: racial tension between Sam and Dan.
2: Nobody's better at all it than of our Dan guests. Either.
3: All of our guests of color. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: No, you're good. Uh, <laughs> then should we want to say no? But for real, this pod is actually hilarious and insightful. I love hearing the inside scoop on the comedy world's ins and outs. Sam, you do look like a cartoon mosquito, though. Nice. A nice we- little
3: roast. A nice little salt based sprinkle of roast at the end. Wow, perfect comment. That's ten out of ten. Are you kidding me, Joan or Gabriella? Are you serious, you know dog? They, you know, they give you like compliment sandwiches. I like that. I, it's like the opposite. It's like, it's like compliment dessert of like, you know, nice and cool in the beginning. And like a little at the end, like a shot of meanness. That was great. Yeah. what is tight.
2: Sam should feel guilty. And also he looks like a cartoon mosquito. Shut up. I love you though. Uh, thank you for leaving that. Um, thank you for leaving that review. That was very kind. Um, another person. This is S Moore 320 this podcast is quickly becoming the highlight of my week. I look forward to every Tuesday when the new episode drops. Look it, Tuesdays are a tough day, and we're making
3: your Tuesdays bright. Tuesdays are rough. Mondays are rough, but Tuesdays are even more rough, because it's like I'm still nowhere close to the end of the week. Yeah, so shout out to Tuesday.
2: Monday, you're still kind of at least like you can talk about what you did that weekend, and but then Tuesdays, like I still got the whole week. Like you said. Yeah. Uh, they went on to say Danny and Sam have amazing chemistry. How do you like that person who commented on our YouTube? Yeah. That we have terrible chemistry. and
3: Perfectly manufactured by the industry. We're industry plants.
2: Yeah, And they ended saying, I can't re- recommend it enough, which that is so nice. That's more. Uh, if you want your review read, leave us a review on yeah. Apple Podcasts. It helps us out. We'll read it. And make sure you Feel say my, my name me- first,
3: please. In all of your reviews, say Danny and then Sam. Or you can just say Danny and then you can pencil in Sam anywhere in the paragraph later. But prioritize my name first and then go from there. Thank you. Danny, let's dive into this. What is your need to always be first? I don't know. I'm selfish.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I I love me more than I I love other people.
3: I'm a narcissist. I don't know, dog.
2: (laughs) We got an amazing guest this week, Andrew Rolfo. (laughs) Yes. You're creating more editing work for yourself.
3: Yeah, dog. But I'm trying to not get us fired from our own job. that's hilarious damn take the clue i don't know i'm just it's a long. it's been a long day already and i'm sorry for projecting my meanness to you so you've done nothing wrong ever
2: i am all about projecting self-hate on nice other people human. that's how i that's how i get through you're not
3: nice um, human golden re- you like a human golden retriever i feel like
2: that is very kind why
3: just the the hair you just apologize for shit all the time like you, you know your golden retrievers are never like super sure what the fuck they should be do- you know I feel like you're a nice person like if there was ever one of those TV shows where a dog becomes a human like <laughs> like the Little Mermaid like you could be we could do a little spinoff where you become you used to be like a nice Labrador or golden retriever and then like you have a little wish or something like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where you just like kind of make you a person.
2: That's Let us know what you think. We're going about that is. movie where you're my owner. Yeah. Because, you know, I think it's time for black people to own white people. <laughs> <Yeah. Look. laughs> TikTok, let's get into this today's episode. <laughs> also, real quick, before we get into the episode, Dad, I know you watch the YouTubes now and say I slouch. Sometimes this couch, just the angle of it, yeah. not slouching. I love you. Thank you for the feedback, though. You ready? Well, should we start this thing? Yeah. Are you going to say welcome, even though we've already done that? We are back.
3: We are here with our guests.
2: <laughs> let's do a proper intro like we like proper. to do
3: something proper
2: our guest today is such a masterful joke teller has land him appearances on network television comedy central and netflix mm-hmm. when he's not headlining shows throughout the country you can find him at his weekly show here in la motherland comedy every wednesday in eagle rock good show great show we are overflowing with anticipation to welcome to the show a man who in 2007 was Oh, God. Was roaming the Concord streets while rocking dreadlocks.
0: Ooh, oh, the dreadlocks. I did. Hey, <laughs> I'm okay picked, with that one. He,
2: <laughs> he picked going to night school over Saturday school to stay on track to graduate high school. And nice. someone who.
0: Oh, that's so crazy.
2: Someone who always ends up as designated driver for his friends, even though they keep throwing up in his car. Oh, my God. True. Shout out David, Blake, Jenny, and Matt. Yep. It's the son of Nathaniel. Welcome to the pod, Andrew Roll. Damn, that's
0: crazy. Thanks for being here, man. Thank you for having me. I think that was scary. I think I don't know what you dug up, it's it's just but that's cool. I'm not. Bird. I'm not mad at those. Those
2: are fun. He's yeah. all right. Cool. We haven't creeped. Usually we say this every pod, but I creep people out, and Danny has to win them over right away. Yeah. So we've had guests <laughs> Brenda leave.
3: The dread How'd you get the dress popping?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, I miss those honestly. Um, in because uh, I'm from the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah. And what what year was that? 2007. Yeah, two, yeah, that's right. I was, like when people ask me about their own life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when did uh, I do that? Oh seven. That was like. I don't know if y'all remember. Yeah, I, I don't know if y'all remember. Oh, oh, show that to the kids. <laughs> we need to Yeah, uh, Bay Area peak. Not maybe not peak, but it was. It maybe peak mainstream for Hy-Fee Yeah, Hyphi, yeah, yeah. He was and popping Molly. Tell I me would, when yeah. to go. That was Thizzin'. Was Thizzin'. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but Tell Me When To Go, I think that was that year and that lyric, uh, "Shake them dreads." Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus so, Christ, yeah. Like everyone, I'm not following it all. I'm okay, from Minnesota suburbs. You never You never heard them songs? I'm sheltered.
3: Tell as me when to go. I don't. Know. I was in the Midwest too, and I thought that shit was like a global, a global thing. Yeah,
0: was... I mean, I, I don't know global. I mean, but American. Definitely... Who was yeah, it? Yeah. Hi. Is it, it was, Keek the Sneak or something? Yeah, Keek the Sneak, Too Short, Mac Dre, E-40, e Yeah, E-40. yeah I who mean, some of those people are, but... Jesus
3: Christ, who had dreads? You never heard that shit? No. So yeah.
0: Oh, my God. So like, like the, Bay, the Bay Area, it was like a huge thing to have dreads and then shake them. That was like how we funny. That's danced. amazing. So, so even like white, some white boys were walking around with dreads? Yeah, dudes? like a, a lot of people
2: had
3: dreads at that time. Like G, we need to find pictures of G Easy back into the episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's hilarious. That's insane, dude. Crazy thing about G Easy, G Easy. I think at that time he used to make, because that's when he was like starting out. Uh huh. For money, I think he used to make like MySpace layouts. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and he made my friends a long time ago. Yeah. That's Damn, hilarious. That, what like, what it just random people's MySpace layouts, or for like four like artists, and I yeah for like everybody. He like at the time if you knew how to make a cool MySpace layout. That was a good, probably <laughs> big <laughs> currency.
3: That was probably that. a nice, like, somewhere you could make probably hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars to know how. Like, he's the one guy that knows how to make yeah. MySpace shit drip from the, you know, the tops yeah. of. <laughs> that was the stand-up clip editor back right. then. You know what I'm saying? That was <laughs> I've said
2: this before on the pod, but I, we had dial-up internet, so I didn't have MySpace uh-huh. ever. You never had really? a MySpace? No.
0: Not even really. Like, no. how old are we in this room?
2: I'm 30, 30. thirty. Right, you're okay. 31? And
3: 32. 32. Yeah. Damn, you never had MySpace?
0: No. You,
3: no uh, Tila Tequila. No,
0: uh. No. Oh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> how, did, how did people know you were their best friend if you yeah. put them in the eight?
2: I yeah. That is the one thing I think we need to bring back, is the top eight. I think people need <laughs> to know where they stand. Yeah, where you rank them. That was I even though I didn't have it, I knew like the drama where like yeah. my buddies girlfriend would be mad that he put like his best friend over her, like the mm-hmm. girlfriend would be number two.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the the homies. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, for the homies, you gotta, yeah. yeah remember they were saying bros over women. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, were you were 17? You were 17? You've been this best friends with this dude since you were in the second grade? That's your, like, yep. you don't know life
0: other than your boys. Yeah.
3: You gotta keep your boys at number one.
0: Yeah, I had to, I would, I ended up going random. So, ooh, that's, yeah. a, Ooh. So people can get mad. Keep at me. them on your toes. Yeah. Oh, you oh. just randomize it.
3: Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people on my top eight back then that I still talk to now? That's a good question. It might it may be like one. I think the, it's like one, yeah.
0: That's, That's the
2: show. I wish that is I wish there's the archives of MySpace and you could dig up everyone's top
3: eight and then you make them talk to everybody. <laughs> Bruh, literally, so maybe five years ago, I looked back at my old DMs on MySpace. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I need. That's what I need to go delete. Is these nasty ass DMs, like this weak game. The girls like, oh, really? You know, weak like just emojis out of order. Not even emoticons. Yeah, Yeah. just nasty work from like a horny sixteen year old. What a time!
2: All right, let's introduce a new segment called Petty Corner because. Ooh. Myself, Sam Salem. I'm a very petty person. Andrew, I don't know if this is going to resonate with you because, on all accounts, and not that I s- see you a lot, but you're like the most chill Zen person oh, in the you. comedy game. <laughs> you just always seem like yeah, phenomenal I'm energy. To yeah. Hang out and be nice to people and tell my little jokes. Oh, thank you. Not little jokes; they're great thank jokes. You. I got what that you're saying. <laughs> but up. I this this had me thinking about this because my wife and I were at a bar, and this woman noticed that we were kind of finishing up. And mm-hmm. she, like, I could feel her breath on my neck because she was waiting for my seat. Oh. And there was no one else there that was going to take it. And yeah. it took everything in me not to stay at the bar, like, a 10 minutes longer just because I was, like, annoyed.
3: Yeah. It just
2: made me realize how petty of a person I am. And I'm working on it because I, uh, I used to full-time teach now, Sub. I know you were a preschool teacher.
3: Mm-hmm. Or a oh, PE.
2: really? I used to, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I had... I had students i would leave garbage in my class, and one time I saw this girl set garbage on the desk. I'm like, do not leave garbage in this class. Like, you are not, like, quit doing that. Take that with you. And she, like, rolled her eyes and picked it back up, and then everyone leaves the class, and I looked back, and she had left it on a different desk.
3: Nice. Ah. Fuck so, you, Mr. Sam. <laughs> so <laughs> I,
2: I, brought it, I brought it down to the, I was so pissed off. I should have just, I don't know, I should have just let it go. But I was so pissed off that I took it to the office. And I put it like in an envelope and I had the front desk lady go over the, like, the loudspeaker and be like, name of student, <sighs> please report to the, per, to the office.
3: You're a serial killer. And then,
2: and then the kid showed up and I wasn't around for this so she wouldn't know. And, and the person at the front desk kind of like very seriously gave her the, gave her the envelope and said, I- I'd open it now. And she said the kid just looked absolutely horrified and so panicked. And then she opened it and it was to the rapper that she had left in my class. <laughs> you are a <laughs> fucking serial killer. That's incredible, actually. You That's do work fighting. for this. That's
3: like CIA torture, like, yeah. waterboarding type shit. Bro,
2: I do not get paid enough to be cleaning up garbage every day in the classroom. And this was a repeat offender multiple times. To- if it was, A kid had just done this one time, but yeah. the fact that they had done it multiple times and then looked me in the eye and, like, like saw, saw, heard me and then still did this. I had to, I had to retaliate, but yeah, it's
3: it's a reason I need to transition. To I don't have anything even close to being petty,
0: but uh, yeah, me either. I mean, kind of. I mean, some I I do for some reason. I don't know. Dawood will back me up on this. I get disrespected a lot. Really, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, like, comedians, I, in, in by like convenience, by a lot of like. If I'm like, sometimes I'll go to like an open mic or something. Then uh-huh. this happens like every time I go out. I don't know why it happens but I'm always I, I and that was always with me when I do it. I always someone just always gets uh cuz I'm quiet and I don't really, you know, I'm just chilling. So people I feel like like to project things onto me because they know I won't say anything back. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times I'll get like newer comics come up to me and ask are, like are you even funny? Like
1: What? That's happened
0: earth quote, that's like a quote. Are you <laughs> fucking
1: kidding? And that's
2: happened a lot. That is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy to say to anyone but especially you like you're like dog you've been on late night you have j yeah. new faces like you have all
3: these but new comics don't know that you know I will say LA comedians people that started in LA there's a there's an interesting uh, confidence that comes from a lot of new comedians in LA I think because some of them are like actors and maybe they do have credits elsewhere or whatever mm-hmm. or they just are. they're so used to faking it till you make it they just have this weird confidence about yeah. themselves this mm-hmm. un, probably unhealthy confidence about themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cuz i I've, I've felt that not yeah. it hasn't happened to me but i've felt that energy from people yeah. where it's like oh you're not even who like who are you to be saying or acting like yeah. this when we're just at this mic and yeah. it's eight of us in this room trying trying out jokes
0: yeah but, but i mean that'll happen to me and then i'll be upset but i won't I won't really do anything about it. and yeah, then Yeah, the yeah but, but then <laughs> Splash is tired. Like, all it really takes is, like, later someone, that same person will come up to me and be like, hey, I, I like your stuff. And I'm like, oh, good God. You know what I mean? Like, I'll forgive them immediately. Like, as, as, as soon as they're nice to me, I'm like, oh, okay, you're fine. You know? You're too um, soft. That's why you're, you're yeah. just a good... You're actually probably
2: just a nice, good, forgiving person, which maybe I aspire to
0: be. There, There has been times... Like, the most petty thing I've probably done is... Either if there's, like, a, a comic, like, w- bugging me to, like… Or or it's, like, it's a, some, like, a comic that's been, like, kind of, like, annoying to me or whatever. Mm-hmm. I will put them up after someone I know they can't follow. Uh, <laughs> oh, <I'm not laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've only did. done that a couple of times, but that's, like, the most petty thing I've probably done.
2: I mean, but that's not even… That's not even that bad. You're yeah. still giving them a spot on the show. Right. <laughs> that is, yeah. I, th-
3: I think. <laughs> and yeah, people I've, are also delusional enough to where they'll still think they did well, even though they did. Like, okay, hell, yeah, I got a couple laughs. Like, great. You know, it's like, dog, you didn't have a good set. Or, That's not as mean. I have
2: a friend who purposely won't. L- so to all the the non comedy people out there listening, like you get a you get a light when you have like a minute or two minutes or just a warning light saying, "Hey, finish up your set." Mm-hmm. And I have a friend who when people are bombing and struggling, he refuses. And like if they're being like, Hateful. They're not just bombing and struggling, but if they're being like Turned a bad in the crowd person, yeah, yeah. In the crowd, He purposely just won't light them oh, to yes. make them Yeah, have yeah, to yeah, quit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay, like, I have the, I've done that. that. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah, I've done that before. I've like, done I'm that. not going to, and it's so, it's kind of genius. It's like, yeah. technically, I gave you more stage time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But really, what it's doing is like, no, I'm not going to give a light to say, hey, you, in uh, it. you're out of this yeah. mystery. I'm going to make you be the one to have to tell yourself, okay, I have to get off stage. You got to sit in
0: it. That's so funny.
3: That's so funny. That's really good. Because, especially, we get in between bits and stuff like, All right, I guess I do
0: another one because I haven't gotten the light yet. Yeah. But I don't really have anything to say, so I'm gonna just be more insecure. Yeah, I love that. The, the, one of the funniest things, uh, Dawood and I were at a mic out here or some somewhere in the Empire, or whatever. And Dawood, uh, he's seasoned. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, who, do you, you all know who I him. don't know. Dawood Neymar, name? Neymar,
2: yeah, Neymar, Neymar. Sorry, uh, yeah, he's also been on Comedy Central. Very, yeah. very funny.
0: So funny, viral comedian. But we he he just did his, like, he did a set, and then he didn't, that's all he wanted to work on. He did, like, sometimes you're at the point where, you're like, you don't have to do the full time. You can just get off whenever the fuck right, you want. Right, right, you know, it doesn't matter. No one's gonna, like, whatever. And then, so he did all the jokes he wanted to do. He got off, like, a minute or two early. Mm-hmm. And then some dude there uh, was like, hey, man, uh, just do the time fill it up do the time fill it up <laughs> he's like fill it up how, he's like that's how you get better you gotta just just stand up and, and start was talking else, like, way worse than him yes and then he goes up and then he couldn't even he doesn't even fill the time he's like oh well and then he's like ah oh, that's that's all I had uh, and he looks at Dawood he's like but I'm gonna stay up here <laughs> <laughs> and then just continues not to do anything for like a few more minutes.
2: He normally would have got off, but since he said you have to fill the time, <laughs> yeah. like...
0: What way. else? What
3: else? What else? That's the worst. Anytime you say, what else I got? What else is yeah. going on? How you do no. yeah. If you ever have to say that, get the fuck off to yeah. you. got to get off. That's funny.
2: <laughs> All right. Let's move into our favorite segment here. Our main segment, Save the Date, where yeah. we give you dates from your own life. Okay. Uh, you can guess what they are if you want. That's always a fun little game. Mm-hmm. Um, this first one, it'd be crazy if you pulled this one out. June...
0: 26,
2: 2017. Okay. June. It was a Monday night if that helps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's really specific. So, wait, what? June? Yeah. June. 26, 2017. Had on a Monday, was it either Hannibal Burris or Michael Che?
2: Michael Che. Okay drops in on com was it still called comedy tacos
0: at the time you're in irene twos oh no it was actually called starline comedy at the time but. okay
2: i knew it was at the starline social club yeah. um but yeah i w- so i want to hear obviously leading up to that as well because that is going from okay you're starting like a every second in fourth monday type of show with your friend and then all of a sudden you have a weekly show Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it's selling out and then michael che head writer of snl Mm -hmm. like is dropping in i mean like what is it like in that moment does it make you nostalgic like looking back of like dang how far have i come like i know you started comedy because you're working in a skate shop and like your manager was just like yeah i'm going to open mic you want to come and you're, yeah sure i'll come Uh so i guess yeah, I want I want to hear it all from. How did Michael Che even end up there? And two, like, yeah, does did it make you look back on how far you had come?
0: Oh yeah, I mean that was such a fun moment. Just because mm-hmm. Michael Che does that thing where before this was before he did that, he'll post. He used I don't know if he'll post. Still, yeah, so uh, your name was on his Instagram. post. Yeah, for a little bit, my <laughs> name for like a, I don't know how long, but uh, he knew one of my friends in Oakland, and he was just in town shooting something. Okay. And then he's like, "Are there any shows on a Monday?" And we were literally the only show. That's amazing. And he came through. And then somehow, Jermaine Fowler was shooting. I think it was. Sorry to bother you at the time. Yeah, probably. And he was just in town too. So Michael Che was just hit Jermaine up and was like, "I'm gonna go do the show. You want to do the show?" And he's like, "Can we both do the show?" I was like, "Yeah, of yeah, course." Talking about yeah, like two <laughs> so,
2: famous like established comics. Yeah, it was
0: just they were both in town at the same time, and it was just it was so cool, and it, it blew up the show really because I, the show was doing good. It was it was fine, but after that moment, because it was like, oh, you never know who's gonna pop in. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. Hannibal popped in like the week or two, or maybe the month before. Wow. So people like, oh, this show's like interesting yeah and then they popped in and then after that every show ever since for four years after was sold out what part of town is this um it was downtown like San Francisco Oakland Oakland
3: I used to live in San Francisco for a year uh didn't spend enough time in in Oakland I wish I did yeah Oakland you were born and raised in Oakland uh, I grew. up... I was, so he was ten, and then Concord. Yes,
0: okay. yeah, Concord. <laughs> after so, high, middle, and high school in Concord. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. The
3: Bay is into. I like. I think the Bay is one of the most beautiful parts of the country.
0: Yeah, it's it's got its own weird culture. Yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's, it, it's kind of in a weird state now, just because with tech and yeah, like everybody's fighting now. <laughs> is it <laughs> you still?
3: Know? Is it? Because I lived there in 2016. Mm-hmm. It, how much of it is the old? Bay Area is still there, and how much? Because like I feel like a lot of people moved there. Then I feel like you got it so expensive. Some of the tech kind of moved out, and the remote work stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: So like, how do you? Where do you see the Bay Area now? Um. Well, San Francisco has probably changed the most okay. out of everything. Uh Oakland a little bit. There's still a little bit of art in Oakland. Which yeah, is, which is cool. i uh, still it probably not for the next couple of years, but right. it'll. Be at like San Francisco. Yeah. But outside of the Bay, like San Jose is still exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Like Pittsburgh, Antioch, maybe the same or worse. Uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But it the the culture is still there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hyphee is still people still love it. right? There. People, everyone still says hello. Yeah. Hello. The city. Hello funny, Andrew yeah. Rolfo Frisco. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's awesome. San
2: uh how long were you into comedy at that time, 2017, when when Michael Che was dropping in?
0: I started twenty end of twenty twelve.
2: Okay, so like five years. Five man. years, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I guess that's, I mean, Danny, we we're talking about this before. Like, it's uh, it seems like so much. You obviously have to be very hardworking and very talented, but like mm-hmm. so much of comedy is serendipity. Oh yeah, that like <laughs> yeah, like I, I know. Um, th- this is crazy to me. So I. Let me know if I get this right. You you were in LA doing a an all Filipino show, and yeah. somehow Joe Coy hears just about popped it. popped in, yeah. And then because he sees you, he's like, "Hey, Tuesday night, yeah, like come open for me at yeah. the Comedy and Magic Club, which is a famous club here in Redondo." Uh, and it's just like, yeah, you can't like you obviously had to be good enough, yeah, to get his attention, but you can't control somebody right. walking mm-hmm. in the room like that. Um, so yeah, like, I guess, how do you, (laughs) how do you deal with just kind of letting go of the control of that? But then I guess, yeah, I'd like to hear your thoughts on that is like, how much of it is just like total randomness and then how much of it is hard work? Cause I know even with that Joe Coy thing, you drove back to the Bay yeah, and then on a Tuesday night, get off work, drive the five and a half hours. Yeah. Down and back just to mm-hmm. do
0: five minutes yeah. of time. It's crazy because I still do that sometimes. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I still just go up to the bay, do a show for uh, if it's, if it's good money. Yeah, now, yeah. now it has to be like good money, and then I'll yeah. go up for a few hours and drive right back. Um, well, it's it's random, yeah, but it's you you kind of you put yourself in situations where be, yeah. randomness can happen, like that. yeah, like I I mean I I just made it a point to just if what i wanted like i just had to like be there yeah you know like i've always wanted to do the asian show just because i, I wanted to so i was going right. to drive there to to do it mm-hmm. and then it's it's all like just putting yourself in situations where think good things can happen like the most situations you can put yourself in like the better well, at what point were you like
3: uh, i have to move to la full time like was there like a money thing was there a job
0: was it just like fuck it a feeling it was kind of close to the pandemic, right? Was it? It was kind of close to the pandemic. Yeah, it was right? like five months before. Yeah, it was just yeah. It was I made it a point because San Francisco so close, mm-hmm. so I made it a point to just make it or do one to two days here just every month, just no matter what. Okay, that be, whether it be miking or doing shows, I would just and I did that for like maybe a year or two. Okay, like, when I was in the Bay, and uh, I got. I, I ended up getting a manager when I was in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And then uh we submitted to Corden and then we I got it and then at that point he was just like you should probably just move. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Cuz he was getting he was getting me spots like before even we were talking to Corden. Like really? He was like getting me on all the like the big shows here. Fire. So I was like he's just like if- like at the clubs like or yeah, or like a at, like hot tub. Yeah, like that, yeah, was, yeah. Like, it, that was, was like huge back then. You know, I mean, it's still it's still big. But um, we
3: were talking to um, Eddie Del Seppe, uh another comedian. Yeah, last uh, episode, and he was talking about that era ish of LA comedy where a lot of the independent shows were like popping, popping. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, and, like the indie, the indie kind of scene, the alt mm-hmm. scene were like
0: crazy in LA. Yeah, yeah, because at that time, two thousand sixteen, that was a like, uh, Comedy Central was fucking with Nerd Mount Heavy Yeah 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 It was yeah. all Viceland was doing Right of, yeah like, like, Oh my god So at that time like, the, the, I guess like the alt scene Was going crazy Yes,
3: Viceland. It, oh my God. That yeah. era of Vi- Jesus and Mary when they first popped, mm-hmm. they had uh, the fucking the all those like drug shows, the noisy stuff. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> noisy with the, like, they would be like, these, like yeah. nerdy, like Sam would go like to Chicago, yeah. like, Chief Ke- sorry, <laughs> and, like, Chief, like Chief Keith, sorry. And like, Chief Keeping and Guns, like, were, like Gary, Indiana. It was like a, one episode with this dude How do you following kids. Chief Keeping Guns. Huh? Sam, you don't even know what uh, hyphy music was.
2: Up. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, shout out to
3: Vice. Oh my God, that was an era. Goodness gracious. That yeah. was an era.
2: Uh, you kind of, moving on to our next dates. So usually, you just had a kind of a crazy 2019 through 2022. I'm going to... Uh, Uh, a first in in our save the date segment I'm gonna do it to choose your own adventure (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna give you four dates you already mentioned the first one so September 18th 2019 that was the late late show Mm -hmm. with James Corden okay then we had June 12th 2020 do we know what that was hmm June 12th oh that's uh, when the
0: Netflix thing here.
2: Yeah, you, you're on uh, Joe Coy's in his elements on Netflix yeah. debut. Then October 5th, 2021, we got the Comedy Central comedy presents. Central. Yeah, well, you perform on that, and then July 25th, 2022, you're announced as one of the fresh faces at Montreal JFL. Yeah, for those of you who don't know comedy, that is absurd like to just get one of these things is like Mm -hmm. Uh, that that is a (laughs) that is a big deal and i know you can say like okay yeah jfl if you got it like in the 80s or 90s that meant you were like Mm -hmm. sure it's not the same back as then where you just get your own tv show on network television right but like yeah for a person's career to just culminate into one of those things is great to get all four (laughs) four years in a row yeah that's pretty wild so yeah. I guess I would love to hear you which one do you think was the most I guess which one is like and, and I know they're all great, but if you can like which one is you look back on the most fondly? Uh-huh. And which one do you think did the most for your career?
0: Ah, oh, they were also so different. Um Mary, fuck, kill these shows. <laughs> all of your credits. Okay. Uh, that's, a fun, that's a fun one. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you do it if you'd like. Okay. One I will, gets left out. Uh, I think I will. Out of the out of the three, fuck, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Leave them out. I'm not going to kill one of those. Uh, it's so weird because each did something so different for what I'm. Yeah, yeah. Was, I'll
3: throw, I'll, I want to hear about all of them. I'm curious now. Well, the,
0: Corden was that like what started it. Mm-hmm. That definitely started it to where when I moved to, because I moved to LA a, like a week before wow. I taped. Oh, no! Nice. Because we knew we were, we were going to do it. Um, We had a vague date, but we uh, we, we knew I was going to do it sometime in uh August, September. Mm-hmm. So, I moved <laughs> here on nine eleven. Oh, my. Yeah. Classic. And Nevermind. then... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they hit me up to do it the next Wednesday. Okay. And because of that, it allowed me to, like, kind of have some heat here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. as soon as I moved here, I was very lucky to kind of just... And with all the trips and stuff, I guess, uh, it was... Such an easy transition. Yeah. Like it was. I. I never had any. Ah, oh, this just sucks. Like I hate being here. It was. It. I never had. Like most of us do. That don't have. Yeah. Yeah. In LA. <laughs> I was very. I was very thankful huh. and very lucky to have done that. Because when I got here, it was kind of just getting booked right after that. Yeah. Just doing. Yeah. Doing more and more stuff. Uh, and then. That's, so that's very important. Uh. <laughs> Marry a yeah, nice, at least, and get engaged. To yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the Netflix thing—that the Netflix thing was crazy. This is like those random moments. Yeah. Right. I was I I had a watch party at my house for the Corden thing, mm-hmm. and then I'm I wake up so hungover. I'm so hungover, and I get a call from Joe, and he was like, "Do you want to?" do this Netflix thing like literally right oh literally right after that night I was like what
2: the and it's fuck? not just like a Netflix taping like he's yeah. taking you to the Philippines yeah. to like perform for a huge crowd yeah. and get the experience over there
0: yeah and it was so much fun but the Netflix thing did a lot in terms of like I guess like following like, yeah like I have like I got a bunch of like fans like Filipino fans yeah yeah that, which was right. like really cool yeah um and then they had you doing Zoom shows for their business. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, oh my god. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I did some then shows during the pandemic.
3: Yeah. I never got really? I did mean I did a couple of Zoom shows. I never got paid for them. Yeah. I got fired from one. Really? Yeah. In the middle of it or just like going <laughs> 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 Yeah. I don't think. Wait, that's... you got fired
2: from the from the Zoom show for a Filipino company?
0: No, it was of... so I don't remember. It was like I I don't remember what the company was. It, was. it was they reached out to my management and was like You want to do two shows, and it pays, like, an absurd amount of money. Uh It was, like, absurd. And then I do one show, (laughs) and I have this bit, and it was supposed to be clean, and it's like, yeah, sure, I could do that. But it was just, like, this one bit about, like, white women. And it was was just, like, I have a white girlfriend just to keep them off the streets. (laughs) (laughs) Keep them from being a Karen. Yeah. And then I got an email, was like, hey— Andrew only made fun of, made this white woman joke and he didn't make fun of anybody other, uh, like, race. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, what <laughs>
0: the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, he's like, so you want me to be a racist person? That is
2: right. The first comedian fired for not being racist? Yeah. That's he, funny he as
0: hell. Was, she was just like, yeah, I just felt like they, he singled out white women and nobody else. And it's like, he's like, hey, she was like, and we're down for, like, that. And I was like, okay. So that was the first show. And that was at like 11 a.m. in the morning. Uh huh. The perfect
2: time to be doing comedy.
0: Right. Right on Zoom. And then, but I was hired to do two. And then the other one was at 11 p.m. for their Asian office. So I saw those notes and I was just like, okay, sure. And then they, Reached out to my management. And they're like, "Hey, we're actually gonna go in a different direction. Uh, they hit For you to go in a different direction. Yeah, with the next show. Uh, so good thing we paid him early, so he gets to keep that.
2: You did, They they paid me before, and you far. kept you kept the whole entire check. That's a
3: dub. That's, that's a, 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 yeah, a huge dub. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome>, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> go to sleep,
2: <laughs> fucking Yeah Fucking middle of the pandemic. I mean, did you feel some type of weight? Like, were you like a little bummed about it, or were you just like, okay, out of my control?
0: Uh." Yeah, I was bummed. I was because I I was bummed that more I didn't want to upset my 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 management. Yeah, yeah. and he was like, I don't give a fuck. So I was like, okay, yeah. So I yeah, you got the check. Yeah, yeah, we got the money. So I did. Yeah, he got his ten percent. Not that it's all about the money. It's right. about the love of the game. Yeah, right. fuck that.
3: At That point it's about the, you do a clean <laughs> Zoom corporate. Is about the check. I feel
0: like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, but back to the the thing. Oh yeah, yeah. the a, a JFL's JFL. Last one. JFL. Um. In Comedy Central, JFL was just like a such a felt like I graduated a little bit. Yeah, right. felt like I I like finished something. How, m- how many times did you audition for it? That was my second time.
2: Wow. So that's pretty impressive too. So like again for the for all my fan base out there that's not <laughs> familiar. <laughs> uh, like JFL fresh faces there are people who like audition for it 10 years in a row before yeah. they get it mm-hmm. or audition for it 10 years in a row and, yeah. and never get it so to get it after two years that's
3: or just been yeah. in comedy for a long ass time and never get to even audition you know right from chicago mm-hmm. it is.
2: you see people who are like getting fresh faces who are like headlining all over the country right. that are like you know 40 yeah. years old and yeah. they're like ah fresh faces <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so that's uh that's impressive to
3: get yeah to back, back in the point. day i feel like i don't know i i still hold it in high regard yeah. Because I feel like it's anytime you get an accomplishment, is, you know, and this yeah. thing that we do is so hard, it's so individualistic. I, you know, getting anyone to say, oh, I, I like what you do, I feel like is a massive win. Yeah. Um, you say, what was this, two years ago? or year, year uh, last? Yeah, I think 2022. Last year? Yeah. Damn, yeah, yeah. time is flying. It, it is. What was it like? Like, I mean, getting it, the audition process, is it, it like it's very it's kind of stressful and, mm-hmm. and uneasy. But once you got, the yes mm-hmm. that you're going to do it and like what is it like from that point on to actually get into
0: Montreal because I want to hear about oh, okay. this part yeah,
3: No sure. one, I feel like no one talks about this part I know sure, 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 sure. of JFL
0: yeah uh, the the audition process was pretty simple you just do your set but I'm I, also shout out to Netflix is a joke festival for doing their new faces I felt like they because I don't think at the time I don't think he could have done both I think that was in like their contract oh really um so, they took some people who definitely deserved it as well. Uh-huh. So they took them out of the running for JFL. That's so, crazy. so I think that helped my chances a little bit too. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I did. I did a set, and it, it went fine. It went okay. And then I was like, yeah, the sets, whatever. It was like stuff that's already been like out. Yeah, like yeah. It, I think it was like half of the Netflix, half of the Corden, and. I switched it up. I was like, next, if I get a call back, I'm just going to do all new stuff. I'm oh, well. going to do, I, I, because I had been doing stuff about like my family at the time. And I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this. You know, I feel like they might like this. Right. And then I was at Westside on the second one and the set was so, the set w- was as good as it could be. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. I felt, I felt good off this. And if I was like, if I don't get it, then I was like, fine. And then I walk off. Uh, the stage and Chris Gorbos was hosting yeah yeah or maybe not ho- he might not have been hosting but he was He was there Yeah. and then he, I get off stage and I'm in that like little corridor thing and then he goes I think you got it
3: wow
2: yeah. okay. he, he called it out he that's called it DVD out he like, sees a lot of comedy mm-hmm.
0: so. he was like you got it and then I was like oh, dude, I hope so that would so. have given me a panic attack I'm like, Don't, do not say this I know it did, it it did get my hopes up it did get my hopes up but there was like such a weird feeling of like I think I did Yeah, yeah, like an undeniable. Mm -hmm. It it it, I don't think I had the best set. I don't think I had the best set, but it it just felt good. Mm -hmm. And like talking to them after, it just yeah, it wasn't like for some reason it wasn't awkward. Because sometimes in those situations, like when you talk to like the bookers and stuff, it's like, oh, did I did I do okay or like right? That's me. I was having a fucking panic attack. You know, but it just felt the I I felt loose. Yeah, felt felt good. Right. And then you don't hear anything for, like months. Right. Yeah. You don't hear anything for like months. And then um, I get the email. And then like you can't tell anybody. And then uh <laughs> it's already happened. So because <laughs> so, da- I- I'm gonna talk about that a lot because I do everything with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like one of my best friends. He uh hit me up like because I knew, yeah, and I can keep a secret. I'm very good at keeping a secret. Yeah. Uh, Dawood is not. <laughs> Dawood is not. And he, he got it. And he told me like immediately as he got it. <laughs> like no, he had not even waited. Like, you yeah. had the email at the same time, five minutes later. Yeah. Cut. I, cause I, I knew before he did that okay. I got mine and then the unref knew later. And then he gotcha. was like, he was like, I got, I got it. Don't, don't tell anybody. I was like, Oh, that's crazy. Hell yeah. But you didn't Good tell tra- him? I did not. I didn't I didn't tell him till he saw me in Montreal.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: or until they announced it. They announced it, it. Announced right, it. right. And that's they, funny they announced as hell. It. They, uh, wait, no, because they didn't announce it till… You were like on your way. Yeah, till we were on, the, on our way. Right. So really? I is, yeah, that, I is that, I that close? close? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, that close? They, they announced it the day after I got there. What? Yeah. And when do you, you get there? Like the week of? Mm-hmm. Okay? Or i think it's a, a weekend so they, they've been doing it for however long for like a week and then the second week is like when
3: for some reason i thought it was like it, you at least knew a week or two before that's crazy
0: what? no you know I, I know i know i knew a month before oh but they now but okay they, they they, announced. Gotcha, gotcha gotcha they announced. okay yeah i do remember that makes seeing
2: it. that because some comedians like it was like their instagram page said i'm gonna be doing fresh faces this year and then all of a sudden the next story was like i'm in montreal i'm like wow that is yeah idiot. why did it feel what about it you said it made it, it felt like graduating what about the experience made it feel like graduating
0: oh i just because it, it felt like cordon is when i got that was like my intro i was like okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm late night tv I'm, I'm here right and then the the netflix thing was like okay i'm still i'm still doing stuff people are starting to see and then the new faces like it just felt like i was being rewarded for the stuff i did yeah and i was like oh, okay
3: and it started to be, it started, what's cool about JFL too is you started to see people get it that you actually know and mm-hmm. they're like kind of peers of yours. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm I'm in the right direction at least. Cause like, yeah. and then you, if you do get it, you get to enjoy it with your actual friends, your homies. Right, it's just right, like, right. this is actually kind of tight. Like, I don't feel like this is, I'm too late where I don't know any these, these yeah, people yeah. or I'm too early where I also don't know these people. So mm-hmm. like, you kind of at least have one or two
0: homies with you that like. Yeah. I mean, last year, the whole the whole new phase is. I only I think I I didn't know two of them. Yeah, it felt like it was like that was yeah. a good year of people yeah. that <laughs> it was all homies. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Uh, that's awesome. But it was Blair. I think it was Blair or Laura Peak. I don't remember. Sorry, but they said you could tell who got JFL by who was wearing masks the whole month oh um, yeah but, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah like yeah, at shows and stuff like yeah or anything what an era yeah, i would shout I would out to the up. yeah Shout out i to actually had funny. covid when i got the email that i got it nice uh, so i was like oh thank god that's a relief yeah cause yeah.
2: Then, yeah that was a funny part in comedy like i'm not trying to get covid but like i had some like new york and east coast shows lined up and i got mm-hmm. i got covid like three weeks before i'm like well this sucks but at least yeah. I'm like when I try, I'm gonna just be out in those streets, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Weddings, you
3: know. all that funerals. Let me just go ahead and get this out of the way now. I got six after that six months, I'm raw dog in the air. I'm you know, <laughs> sniff, sniffing <laughs> toilets. I'm doing whatever the fuck I gotta do after you.
2: Um, I want to bring it back to I, I know we referenced this uh before we get out of here. The um, you used to be a, a PE teacher mm-hmm. at a Chinese immersion school, yeah, mm. for preschoolers, mm-hmm. even though obviously you don't speak mandarin and are not (laughs) chinese yeah i know you have funny very funny jokes about it um what uh, me just being in the classroom myself what like what are your most crazy student interactions or met funny or parent do you have any like wild
0: parent interactions oh yeah so i would do this program where i'd float around and i'd go Uh to different preschools like throughout the week yeah and uh sometimes like the week i i some sometimes parents were weird mm-hmm. they were just like rude nothing too crazy most people are very nice um what was the question again
2: <laughs> oh you're good just and, yeah, any yeah. any memorable from teaching like your student or parent interactions oh. if any
0: oh yeah uh so at the chinese immersion school because i don't speak uh, mandarin or whatever <laughs> so it was always very funny to get yelled at by a like a child, because they'll like yell at you, you know, yeah, yeah. in Mandarin, and I have uh, no idea what they're saying. <laughs> just like some literally some blue haired or blue eyed blonde kid just yelling at me in Mandarin, and I'm like, hey, bro, speak <laughs> English, brother.
1: That's <laughs> funny.
0: <laughs> a white Someone kid walking by the street is like, what is happening?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's just fucking
2: oh, stupid. A white kid screaming Mandarin at a Filipino man.
3: <laughs> That's crazy. What part of the bay was this? Uh, Concord
0: okay good.
3: Yeah. damn that's fucking that's fun. I could never be I've said this every episode I could never be a teacher I have zero yeah. patience for yeah kids like that yeah no I, I preschool is pretty.
0: very easy really super, I think I thought it was easy that would scare me
2: because I'm like I don't I'm not trying to have to deal with kids peeing their pants or like I, I didn't have yeah. to deal with
0: that though the other the, uh, that's okay sort of like, yeah. you're just like floating it's like you're just the good cool yeah. uncle teacher like, mm-hmm. I'm a
3: cool uncle teacher
0: yeah and most of the time it like it. it I was like the only dude at the at uh, these things. So you're like a superhero to them? Yeah. So the, they wouldn't. They they wouldn't. They would give me minimal interaction. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, Like teaching. You know, they would just be like, "Hey, just, just play with the kids for yeah. a little bit." You know,
2: that's hilarious. That's crazy. Um, I think I'll, we should force everybody, especially every Congress member, to come substitute teach with me before they make all these rulings and be like, "Yo, <laughs> see what it is like." Yeah. In these like a ride along,
0: like a teacher
3: ride along,
2: bro. This kid. <laughs> I just thought of this. I've been away from the classroom for a while, but yesterday I went to sub at this school that I used to sub at a decent amount. So I'm like, sure, I'll go. I'm not doing anything today. I'll go back. And this freshman re- It's a it's like a math class. So this teacher had dice in the class for like some project. <laughs> oh my God. And this kid walk and he knows where like the dice are like hidden in the drawer. And uh-huh. he walks like up on me, comes to m- me on the desk with a fistful of cash grabs the dice and is like all right boys let's do this That's and i'm tight. like hey you <laughs> you can't shoot de- dice in my class what a legend and he's like <laughs> she lets us do it all the time and i'm like referencing the teacher I'm "Like one no she doesn't yeah. and two
3: i don't care i'm not your teacher you are not shooting i would have been on nc i would have <laughs> been on instagram live watching like these yeah. motherfuckers in here shoot <laughs> dice and then, give me 10 percent. give the house 10 percent. you can go
2: bro he wouldn't he like literally just c- ignored me and kept Doing it. So I went and I grabbed the bag of dice and then he put his hands on it. And he's like, Get your hands off me if you got a problem. I'm gonna give you a problem. Get your hands off me. And he's he How starts, old is this kid? Freshman in high school. Oh, and he God. starts okay. physically threatening me because I
0: won't let him gamble, shoot dice. shoot dice in classroom. That's very tight. Yeah, I was that kid too. <laughs> really shooting, yeah. dice, shooting dice. I tried to fight my teacher. Really? Over what? It was so my fault. Like I was in the wrong a thousand percent. No, come on. It was their fault. <laughs> no, I used to, uh, six, it was sixth period in high school. I think I was a senior, junior. I used to, I, I'm not gonna say his name. I remember him, but I used to fall asleep. It was six period. I was tired. I used to fall asleep yeah. in his class every single day. Right. Which is bad. Yeah. And one day he woke me up. And I just, I just snapped. I was like, "Don't you ever wake me up!" <laughs> like from when I was sleeping. And then I was like, I did the whole thing. I was a kid, but it's not, but I did the whole thing. I was like, "See me outside right now." Nice. Yeah. Hormones on ten. Just yeah. Raging. And then, uh, I yeah, I've, I I I and he was like a, a guy I could easily beat up. Anyone. could. <laughs> <be>. <laughs> Very easy guy to beat up. Uh, beat so up. he didn't. You know, he's not gonna start anything um so he was just like okay sweet dream no he likes he was like you gotta go and I, I went to the principal's office and i all i had to do was just say like i'm sorry sorry that's classic bro the
2: I, next you day time yeah. you send a kid to the principal nowadays and they just come back with, what snack. else are you gonna do they're yeah it's like hey this kid picked up a desk and hit me over the, the head <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> and then they're like okay apologize you were hungry, weren't you? Here's a snack. Why don't you go back to class?
3: <laughs> a fucking granola bar <laughs> and the orange juice. Dude. Like he was in a prize fight. That's, That's funny, funny as hell.
2: I know. Uh, I so I, said, I mean, I'm actually very curious about your whole going to night school thing and <laughs> I heard a that story one time, that honestly. you, there was a, we had this two senior all night party. Did you have like a senior all night party for graduation? Yes. I don't think I did. we did in Florida. We had, we had different shit. Well, every day is a senior all night party yes. in Florida <laughs> with all the stuff they got going on. So I know you and your cousins snuck into a neighboring high school's all-night party, and you said, hey, we're from America's Best Dance, we're here to perform. (laughs) And that's how you snuck
0: into... Yeah. Did just, you have like the mask and the gloves and shit? No, or? no, no. We, we didn't say did we were Jack-A-Walky. okay. but we... Because we, that was like... That, I think America's Best Dance School was like season two at the time, and it was hot. And then we pull up to my... I I had a friend who went to that high school, uh-huh. and my senior night was the night before. Okay. And I was like... Because you rent... They, schools rent out the same space. Uh, yeah, okay. And then I was like ah, uh, this was fun. I'm going to do it again. And then I went with my cousins and we're like, we're going to go to my friend's high school senior night or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we just go, we see, it. it we, it's like towards like the end and we see like these guys uh, packing up like some stuff. And then I was like, oh, are you guys leaving? And then they're like, uh, yeah, we're, we're packing up. And then I'm like, oh, we're uh, the dance crew here to mm. perform. Do you know where the passes are? And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't know, but just take, Take mine, <laughs> 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 so I got the pass, and then we just went in and chilled for like a couple, of, like an hour. Funniest.
3: Also, I wonder, like looking back when we were kids, the lies that we told adults. Yeah, I wonder what percent of adults knew we were lying, but just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm, It had it been like eighty yeah. percent of like these kids are lying, but like, yeah. can't, like what am yeah, I going to run over on them? Like, yeah. what are they going to do? Like, you know,
2: that's. But I, I feel like there's maybe it's just me, but I feel like I grew up in like a very sheltered. Area
3: really? And,
2: <laughs> gotta get him. Sorry. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> anyway, that
2: was my moment for the episode. Sorry. Um. Yeah, I grew up in a very sheltered area, and so like it's just like, oh, you gotta follow the rules. Mm-hmm. And it is funny. I feel like kids in like New York, L. A., San Francisco, like just have more of a yeah. Let's sneak into this neighboring yeah senior all night party or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. what right. Oh, what's the worst gonna happen? They're gonna tell us just more not to be here. I feel yeah, like yeah. your I feel like you are kind of that kid who was like, sure, maybe you shouldn't have threatened to beat up a teacher. Right. But you also like, kind of like, I'm going to live my life. Right. Like, no, nothing's going to stop me. And was that kind of the vibe of the night school as well? Was it just like a bunch of the kids who were like, yeah, none of us are doing...
0: No, some of them were awful. Some of them were bad. I, I, just, I just went to night school because I, I had bad grades, not because I was like a bad right. uh-huh. um, person. Like, it was like, yeah, it was a lot of people who... Like had guns and stuff, <laughs> and I—I so, I mean, I don't think maybe don't th- not at the time, but it, or not at that exact th- that class, but definitely some of them were like hard dudes, you know. Um, I feel like with
2: the Abbott Elementary wave and all, like the teacher TikTok stuff, I feel like that's mm-hmm. the show you need to write is like the night school, that, yeah, the Whew. high school yeah. night yeah. school, the real experience. shit. That yeah.
0: was so much fun though, because it was just. A bunch of, yeah, it was a bunch of kids that kind of like didn't give a fuck. They weren't, we weren't like bad people per se, but we just we did our own thing. You're like, I'm here to have fun, yeah. And it, it night school is was, was so easy. It, we wouldn't, I, 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 the only thing I remember from night school was just like reading out loud. <laughs> that was beating y'all, like-
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the only thing I can remember from night school. Other than that, and like before every class, me and my a friend who also we went to the same school we always rode together because yeah, we lived nice right. each other and we'd always get Little Caesars pizza uh-huh. and we'd sit in the car eat it right before ninth school and go in and then just read out loud Right, that's. and then I got credits for
2: that I don't know why they make people read out loud but that is always the I hate it as a teacher like I had to sub a 5th grade oh, class same. and they made me read to the kids it's horrifying like yeah, you start over to words to this day I can't read out loud and oh it's also <laughs> it, it, if, even something that that's is something half 1% funny happens while someone's reading out loud it's impossible not like I know I know you had the moment where the, the girl didn't know she wasn't supposed to read the footnotes at that was the, end. the
0: funniest Was still to this What's day one story? of the funniest things I've ever I've ever like I've the funniest things I've ever experienced and the hardest I've ever laughed or one of the hardest I've ever laughed it's, just, it's crazy. I don't know why it was so funny. It was just so silly. You were just in the class and she was reading like the, uh, the textbook footnotes? She was reading like she it was yeah she was reading the textbook <laughs> and like you're supposed to go to the next page yeah. but instead of, she would stop she like I don't know if she couldn't process like what the idea that she's reading right now carries over to yeah. the next page uh-huh. but she would read stop mid-idea mid-paragraph read the kept going on the footnotes. Uh-huh. And just started reading like she thought definitions. the footnotes was. Oh, yeah. Image page. four yeah. means
3: that yeah, <laughs> yeah. the areolas is the part of the nipple. Yeah. Back to nipple. Yeah, that's funny. It was just so funny. Of course you talk about areolas. Yeah, Sam, up. I'm outside. <laughs> um last thing I have, uh sneaker. I thought you always have really good sneakers. Oh, thank you.
2: I had I did think those about the nice. shoes that I wore today. I've oh, worn these maybe expensive. twice in my life. <laughs> but the fact that Andrew Rolfe was on the podcast. I really should have I should have thought more.
3: Yeah. I should have I didn't I didn't uh I those didn't. are great. Those are
2: guys? Yeah. Thank you. Them. They're a gift. Shout, oh, nice, out, shout out my Nike plug. Right. <laughs> Is that yeah, your wife play. or something? No. Oh. <laughs> Can't say. <Okay. laughs> oh, yeah. That's a birthday gift. Okay. Um, it was not my wife. Okay? Top three. She bought me a house, not sneakers. That's
3: tight. That's a flex. Um, one, maybe shout out another comedian that has really good shoes. And then I want to get your top three sneakers you own right now.
0: Okay. Uh, Rob Hayes. For sure, yeah, yeah. Okay, Rob Hayes or CJ, but the two. It's so, <laughs> the Eddie Eddie too Eddie Deppy. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's got crazy like expensive ass shoes. Um, but Rob and CJ, the co-hosts of Motherland. Yeah, I think probably. that's how we all got together. We just, just like sneaking. Yeah. Uh, so those those three have crazy shoes, and then mm. this guy Scott Eason mm. out in Alabama. Mm. You'd never expect, but it's this dude, bald, uh, bearded white man. Looks nice. like he he was at January 6th looking kind of nice. guy. But very, very, very funny. Uh-huh. Very funny dude. Very cool dude. He also collects uh, sneakers. So those guys. And then my top three right now. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. Cause there's some, there's, I have so many, but it's like some for different purposes. Right. So I just got the big red boots. So right I saw the post. So yeah. Those might be in the mischief. Just for now. They're under retail it. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was just so annoying. Cause I, I bought them. <laughs> it's so frustrating. They bought, I didn't know I was going to buy them on pre-sale. I thought they were going to send, they had a made already. Oh, uh, so, so it took it like a second. two or three months to get to me. Gotcha. Damn. The big red boots. For anyone
2: who don't know, they're like the Mario looking, yeah, boot like cartoon looking boots that you've probably
0: seen all over social media. Mm-hmm. Are they comfortable? At least they look impossible to get on. Yeah, they're very comfortable. I could stand in them for a while, but I can't run or well, yeah, drive. <laughs> you can barely move. I can't drive in them. <laughs> That'd be crazy. You could get up. The <laughs> car. That's funny. Clown boots. Um,
3: That's one mischief red boots. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think
0: of the whole collection. I have some, I guess my Royal Ones from like 2016. Okay. And then... Your Jordan Ones? Yeah. Those are fun. Because I got them for like a crazy deal. And then... It's always the best. They're not the most expensive ones I have, but they are like, I just, I can't believe I got them for that.
3: That's what like real people that appreciate sneakers, that, that's like... I don't know. Some people just want the most expensive Mm -hmm. uh,
0: extravagant thing, but sometimes the most simple. Because the most expensive shoes I have, I don't even like. Um, Really? Yeah. And then I have these, I guess, ah, okay. I'll go my white Ice SB Dunks from 2015. Oh, nice. Nice. I love the dunk wave. Yeah, because. You need me some dunks. Those are fun because I used to work at a skate at the skate shop, mm-hmm. I saw them there, and I just bought them. For some reason, those are the only shoes that I like kept from back then. Yeah, I got rid of a lot of a lot of stuff, um, but those ones, I for some reason I kept, and then now you can't find them anywhere.
3: That's annoying. Yeah. Oh, well, guess you got them. So
0: yeah, I, I have. Them. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, and now you like. Can't find them, yeah. That's,
2: that's the yeah, it's annoying if you don't have them, but that's the
3: best for you. I have two pairs of shoes that I'm waiting to I get like a nice credit to wear. I have like olive green, uh, Travis Scott sixes I got for retail. Oh, off, shit. off sneakers. Whoa, I was out my, my old, I was at my old day job. Oh my god, My old day job in like a team meeting. And, like, on my phone, let me just, you know, whatever. And I got it in the middle of the meeting. I almost, like, yeah. threw my phone at the fucking speaker, like, shut the fuck up. I just got these. Hey, you know, congrats. I got those, yeah. and I got um the all-black Fear God, like, the, the I guess the ones? boots. Yeah, like, the nice ones. so cool. Um, oh, the all-black. Cool. I want to wear those, you know, whatever, whatever. That's amazing. Get a TV thing or something.
2: I got the Jordan 5 off-whites, off-sneakers, but I resold them would have I shouldn't have I just would like I didn't at the time I was teacher salary and I'm like uh-huh. with tax it's like $300 I'm like I don't have $300 right now to be spending on sneakers and so I resold them for like 600 damn and you should have kept them shit it was yeah I've resold a pair of Kobe's too that I just, because I was en- on sneakers, you just enter and you don't expect to win. I'm like, I don't have the money for these right now either. Right. And I stopped doing that. If
3: I don't have the bread, I don't do it. Because if I get the shoe, I'm going to yeah. want to keep it. Yeah. Right, right. When I, I'm not going to be able to get this shoe and like, oh, like I got like, those Michigan dunks I got, all sneakers. I'm like, I'm going to keep, I'm going to rock these hoes. Right. 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 Or at least save them for a moment where like I'm going to be on stage somewhere and have to.
2: Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, Before we get out of here, I'm gonna steal Danny's shine and tell you Mm -hmm. the next segment. Uh, Basically, uh, he doesn't like to ask what's next because that's like, you know, puts Mm -hmm. pressure on. But this is kind of like in elementary school when you write a letter to your senior self (laughs) where you're like, did you accomplish this? (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. Did you do this? So this is like your moment to call your shot, write a letter to your future self or whatever, (laughs) basically saying, what what do you, when you look back on it, you're like, I did do that. Like, what are you hope? What are we hoping for? Okay.
3: A digital message in the bottle. Ah,
0: oh, fuck, I ain't it. But okay, I'm gonna do exactly what I did in high school. I did the same thing, and you know when they you do it as senior, year and they send it to you, they mail it to you. Yeah. But I put five bucks in <laughs> my other one. Uh-huh. Nice. I'm gonna put. Oh, wait, wait, I'm not sending an actual letter,
1: right?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, give it to you me know, then. Ven- I'll... Venmo me 20 bucks <laughs> and I'll Venmo you $20 yeah. in five okay.
2: yeah, You need your Netflix special. I'll give you I'll, that. Send, I'll... I'll send an alarm in my <laughs> calendar for five years
0: from now. So, okay. Yeah, let's like, do that. I know, but um, so where do I sit? What, what am I doing?
2: Just like what? Yeah, like what? A note to yourself. What are you hoping? Like, uh, I hope you have a Netflix special or it can be something in your personal life. Like, okay, I hope so... you find inner peace.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Um, yeah, maybe. No, I don't want to do that. I'll just say um, the the short you're writing right now is uh, is a movie. Nice. That's you want to write one. a movie, you said? It, it yeah. is a movie. Yeah, Yeah. I, I hope it becomes a movie.
2: Yeah. Oh, sorry. The short you're writing right yeah, now, you, right. I, I did not. I'm slow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see that movie. Yeah. Uh, before you get out of here, tell the people where to follow and find you and yes, your sir. podcast.
0: Okay. Uh, all social media, it's at Andrew underscore Rolfo. And then my podcast, it's technically a game show, uh, but we put it on podcast platforms. It's at The Meter Podcast on Instagram and YouTube and everything. Check it out. Barry. Pull fun. up too if you're in LA motherland, okay, every, motherland. every Wednesday. Every, every Wednesday, 8 p.m.
3: Great show. Fun show. Good food too
0: yeah oh yeah really good food Mm -hmm. yeah if you want good Filipino food go there anytime it's so good I I stand by that place (laughs) I haven't been I'm just gonna come for the food yeah go for the food like (laughs) their food is like really good compared to like a lot of the places I've been like I'm like top top three you know what's
3: so funny too, being on like going on dates and stuff? I have be getting date ideas from, <laughs> from comedy venues on off nights when the comedy's not going on. Mm. Yeah, you're like, oh, that
0: place where it's a good show, I'm gonna take them there. But <laughs> well, I'm saying, like when there's not comedy, like there's gotta, like good gotta, little I spots. S- I gotta send you this thing. So there's this <laughs> my friend uh sent me this thing. It's like this website that shows you all free art gallery openings. Really? Yeah, and that's a fun place to take that's uh, yeah, that's fine that is you're
3: yeah. not gonna run into anybody you if, know if
2: danny to, could understand art at all <laughs> <laughs> I, I, by art. Swine.
3: <laughs> he likes to project these things <laughs> yeah. last time you know i was gonna bring out the gun stuff anyways uh this has been great man thank you <laughs> thank you for, coming. Thank you for Appreciate it. yeah thanks Bye. for coming by yeah well what a great conversation sam get off your damn sorry phone. i'm busy looking at my own instagram just kidding! It's callbacks.
2: It's the callbacks Instagram, which you can follow at Callbacks Pod.
3: Big content, big, uh, big uh, distribution, big stories, we're, big vibes. We're close to a thousand followers. Ooh. Run it up for the thousandth follower. Sam will personally come to your door and do a, a free um, service for you. <laughs>
2: what are you prostituting me out?
3: Yeah, bro. <laughs> That's the whole. This whole thing is built off of the backs of Midwestern moms, and you're ability to connect with them
2: but shout out the non-midwestern moms that follow too um that was a great episode andrew rolfo i just want to reiterate it i don't think whether you're in the comedy game or not how impressive that resume is like just to get one just to get jfl just to get a late night set and four years in a row just oh let me go on james corden let me go on comedy central let me go on netflix with one of the most famous comedians in the world let me go on Mm -hmm. jfl So uh, and, and he, sometimes he's so you just, humble he's so yeah, Ill.
3: sometimes you just can't let you know, I mean he started with 2012 and that stuff happened you know 2020 ish eight mm-hmm. years in like sometimes you just when it's your time, it's your time and you and you become undeniable and you know it seems like that's kind of what's happened with him and I've seen him you know in different settings and he's always been a nice cool dope dude and literally the night that I met my manager, we talked about this after we cut Flex, I think he's got a manager. I'm talented. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. black man, black
1: man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, I'm trying to get like you, black man. Uh, but I was doing I was doing this little small. Uh, I mean, I don't mean the shit on it, but like a small show in a basement here in L. A. Might have been 13 people, 14 people in the audience on a Tuesday night or something like that, and a DIY show. And he was there, I think, just supporting someone else. Andrew was. Andrew was. And we're, like, in the green room just sitting there chilling. He's like, hey, uh, just so you know, there's, like, a manager here or whatever. And I, also, like, I was going to just go in there and just do some jokes that were just, you know, maybe some older ones, but trying some new stuff, kind of just messing around. like that's, right. Those kind of shows, bar shows, a lot of times, those are the only really good opportunities to try new jokes to and see bare. if they actually work because yeah. open mics here aren't really a thing. Mm-hmm. So he was like, he didn't say, like, make sure you do whatever. He just gave me the heads up. And I was also appreciative and... Because who
2: told you like there's an agent in the crowd. Yeah. Try your best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like
3: try your best. Cause he knew like it just was, you know, it was a decent little DIY show, 13, 14 people in the audience. Right. And uh I ended up, you know, working with that manager to this day and it just shows kind of how simple, how easy it is to be nice and helpful to your fellow comedian. Like he didn't know me from barely anybody. I might have met like once or twice before right. in passing. Out. But we weren't that like cool. Um and, you know, just a, just shows how good of a person that he is and how how good we all can be to each other, too, in this space where it is all competitive. It is kind of sometimes, unfortunately, especially if you're of color, there are only a certain amount of slots that they're going to give. and I know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only a certain amount of spots they give tall white men with blonde hair. Uh classic and uh so yeah
2: anyways Uh, that 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 shows um, it shows his character you know yeah yeah, i think i appreciate anybody who has the like hey if if i eat i want i want my people to eat as well or even people that i know to be good people
3: yeah like it wasn't even his person it was just like him being a nice dude you know
2: right i think that goes to show in la it's cliche but you never know who's in the room because i always have this fear of like i have my you know, if it's five, 10, 15 minute sets, I have those timed out where I know like if I bring my A material, like I know I can do well and have a great night or whatever. And it's tough because you got to keep working on jokes, but then you get a big, you're in a big room and it's like, okay, well, there's a hundred people here. I want to do my best. So I get all these laughs and impress all the comics that are here. You know, like that's what I struggle with. Or it's like, oh, or it's a small show, but there's, there's a bigger comic here that I really respect. So I don't, I'm always afraid to try new stuff out because I, there's always somebody in the room where I feel like I want to impress. Yeah. And the one time I was hosting this open mic at Flappers, shout out Flappers.
3: The king and, of Burbank.
2: <laughs> Burbank, got that Burbank stank. So I was hosting this open mic at Flappers, and I told myself, hey, you host this all the time. This, like just go up there like not I wasn't bombing I didn't like I didn't say I'm gonna bomb on purpose but like go up there without a plan on purpose just so you can get more comfortable feeling,
3: thinking on stage
2: like yeah and there are some people who you've referenced before we were talking off mic Sarah Squirm on SNL she is one of the funniest people ever and that's because she does bits where she purposely makes the crowd go quiet and then goes even harder on that and that's what makes it funnier in the end but you have to be that is so hard to do you have to be comfortable in that silence Right, so I finally tell myself, just go up there, and it doesn't matter. And I bomb, and I'm like, good job, you're just handling this bomb, and it doesn't matter. You're you're getting you're flexing this muscle. Mm-hmm. And then I walked off stage, and I looked, and Al Franken <laughs> I, I, was in the audience at this open mic. That's funny. Like about to go. He up was senator and former SNL Al Franken. He was there, I think, because his daughter was doing uh, was like trying out stand up, so that's he just funny. came as like. Supporting. Supportive dad. So I'm not I'm not sure anything would have happened anyway, but I'm like if I would have known he would have been in the room, I would have referenced being from Minnesota and I would have done my heater. So then I could have at least oh, he, been like he
3: was the rep for a Minnesota, wasn't he? Yes. Damn. And then I could have said so anyway. You could have been famous. That's crazy. I uh I blew it. I, I blew chunks. it. <laughs> not it?
2: Um well before we get out of here, Danny likes to have a ism. Danny's ism, mm-hmm. which is basically Danny's life lessons with Danny is what I like to call it. So what is your ism? for this week.
3: My little ism is very short and simple this week. It is okay to not have a gimmick. A lot of stuff, I feel like in media, it's like the thing. you Not a, me like, feeling personally attacked. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to... Yeah, I'm just kidding. Go say. ahead. Go ahead. Um, but yeah, it's, it's okay not to have a gimmick. You know, sometimes, yeah, we need themes and stuff to kind of pull people in or whatever. And right. I understand that there's so much content out here these days that we kind of always look for something... Uh, immediately to make our thing different. Right. But sometimes I think being who you are and being yourself is a, enough of a differentiator if you're being authentically yourself. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I, I've been thinking about that a lot with like stand up and even preparing for my half hour and all that kind of shit. And it's like what I wanted that to be about and what I want the, even the, the show's theme to be. And it's like I don't really have a, a, a gimmick. I just want to be, it's about my life, you know. Right. Uh, from growing up to now to what I'm going through now to like just observations moving to a different city. And I think that's okay. It doesn't have to be some, there's so many things here in LA. Uh, There's one place that I know you love that I, I won't shit on it, but I saw like there was like a Jenga mic or like I've seen heckle mics and all this kind of stuff. And I just think sometimes we just focus so much on just like the gimmicks of stuff versus just like be funny at the thing. And that doesn't mean you have to be a boring-ass entertainer. Because I just did improv for the first time this past week. So I, I think you should try different stuff for sure. But I don't think there has to be this crazy desire to be like, oh, we're going to do stand-up or we're going to f- light the person on fire, and then you got to tell three-minute jokes before you're, you die. It's like it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't need to be this complicated <laughs> we're murdering thing. We're yeah, like, we're just complicating shit a little bit too much sometimes. And it goes back to even like technology of like, okay, we're going to – Get rid of cable. We have all these streamers, but every every channel has had streamer, streamers, now it's pretty much like cable again. It's like we just right. overcomplicate sometimes even when the first invention or addition of it was like perfect.
2: Right. Amen. Be authentically yourself. Yeah. Look how far that got Danny. He gets to uh, host a podcast with the 57th most popular teacher on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs>
3: Do not scare the hoes. Thank y'all for listening. Hey.
2: I, somebody's daughter Watch out, because Danny's coming for you. <laughs> I'm just That's not kidding. what I. Mean. <laughs> you can cut that. Don't, that was a joke. Don't um, scare
3: the hose is a universal saying, I think. Yeah,
2: probably. I want, I want,
3: I want, to, I want people to be comfortable with saying "Don't scare the hose" like in a PG setting, because "Don't scare the hose" can mean multiple different
2: things. Yeah, in a non derogatory way.
3: All right. Yeah, the hose doesn't have to be. It can be a lot of things. Well, I'll let you be the one to say. I'm it. gonna keep saying hose. <laughs> Sam, start sweating.
2: Um. Before we get out of here, Danny did reference doing his half hour. So if you are in the LA area or catch a flight, I dare you to come catch a flight, pull up on this show. Uh, When is it? June 10th? June
3: 10th. It's in my link tree at followsellers.com.
2: And uh, I hear he has a great opener. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I got one of the best white men I could find in LA that was available. I'll be open. (laughs) That was available. He was the seventh. I'll be hosting it. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Pull up on us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Follow on TikTok and IG at Pod. And you can find me at Samuel Sleeves. We love you so much. Get home safe.
1: Mm -hmm.